Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we love to share their stories so that when they shine, they give permission to others to shine as well. I'm super excited for this really special edition. We've had a new Friday podcast host for a few weeks now. She is a childhood friends of, friend of mine who's grown up and become this amazing businesswoman in New York City and was kind enough to uh, say yes when I asked her to be my Friday podcast host. Stephanie Abramson, thank you so much for being the Friday podcast host. Susie, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm um, so excited to be interviewing today's guest. Great. Well, let's talk more about today's guest. I'm super excited to meet her. I often do not know my guests, but this woman came um, really, really highly recommended by a very good friend of mine. And this woman is Lindsay Niels. Lindsay, welcome to the show. I'm going to let you and Stephanie take it away. Great. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you doing? Good. Thank you so much for um, taking time to speak with us today. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background? Sure, absolutely. I'm the founder of Elevate Leadership, which is an executive coaching and leadership development company. And um, I started this because I really fundamentally, through my own experience, I just, I, I believe that who you work for is just absolutely everything. Like it really determines whether you love your job or you go home feeling drained and um, having little confidence or, you know, I'm, I'm sure we can all think of these stories of these people that we've worked for. And um, I was lucky enough in my career prior to launching this company, I was an SVP of sales. And um, during that chapter, I was lucky enough to have an executive coach and I got to attend Harvard Business School's executive program. And so I just, I had a lot of support throughout my career or that chapter of my career. And I just really wanted to pay that forward. And I just wanted to help people really be the kind of manager that they would want to work for. Cause I just think it, it really impacts people's lives. Um, so that's the work side of me. Um, and I am also a mother of three little ones um, who are all under three and a half years old. Um, and if you're wondering how that math works, it's called surprise twins. Um, <laughs> so we have lots of fun and there's never a dull moment. You, um, you sound like you have your hands full. I would <laughs> think that being a, a mother of three probably helps also um, in your role and your position in sales or having been in sales. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, um, yeah, you certainly, I think there's something to becoming a, a mother, right? Like you just, uh, once you become one, you can relate to so many. You really don't know what it's like, I guess, until you become one. And then you're like, oh, that's what they were going through. <laughs> so uh, you definitely can relate to a lot more people. You mentioned um, the importance and the value of who you work with or who you work for as um, sort of setting sort of like the tone for one's own attitude and one's own experience in the workplace. Mm -hmm. um, how does one um, work with individuals who may be a challenge? What advice would you give? So I think um, when I think of um, uh, when I think of feedback or what sort of, you know, when you see something that is challenging, right? I like to always um, remind people or think of it myself. I try to visualize an iceberg and, and the, the concept being that 
what's above the surface is, is all you see, right? And it's actually a very small part of the actual iceberg. And typically what, what we see, what sort of we might find challenging or might bother us to deal with as their manager or as their colleague is really the tip of the iceberg. And it's really the symptom and it's typically not the cause. And so I really um, try to get super curious and try to like go below the surface, if you will, to understand what is really going on. And so at Elevate, we, we teach a, a feedback framework that enables people to really have those conversations where they can share the observations, they can share the top of the iceberg, and then they can have a really meaningful conversation that allows them to get the below the surface to understand like what is coming up for that person, like how are they viewing things so that they can come up together with a solution and some change that is solving the underlying um, the really the cause and not the symptom because when you solve a problem and you're just solving the symptom well it, it doesn't go away right because you're not you're not actually solving the cause of it so i would say um in summary you know when you're dealing with a challenging person or a challenging situations just remember like be curious know that you're only seeing the top of the iceberg share some um, thoughtful observations ask them if they're willing to hear it and then um and just really try to get below the surface and try to understand where they're coming from so that you can develop a solution together to create change um, that will be impactful because it'll address the cause. It sounds like part of what you're saying also involves empathy, I would think. Absolutely, yes. Mm -hmm. And also um, your advice seems to um, be able to resonate or to be able to take to one's own personal life in terms of using the tools that you just mentioned that you can apply to your own personal life. Would that be correct? Very much so, yes. Particularly with those children, <laughs> but yes, exactly. Yes, correct. I mean, I think at the end of the day, we're, we're humans, right? Whether we, whether at work or at home or, um, and so we are who we are, wherever we go, there we are. Um, and so, yes, I think all the leadership skills we teach are very much something that um, people find very valuable um, in all parts of their life, particularly with their partners. Is part of uh, being a leader or developing leadership skills have to do with um, learning how to react as opposed to um, being uh, negative um, in your reaction, but basically learning how to respond so that you don't take the bait, so to speak, in situations that may be challenging? Yes, I think um, there's, uh, and, and um, yeah, so I think it's really important to, as a leader, um, is yes, really learn how to react in a way that serves the situation, right? Um, and so there are lots of techniques, um, and one of which you mentioned, which is empathy, right? And um, particularly if something, if a situation is getting quite heated or someone's getting really upset, it can be very helpful to actually use an empathetic response to calm the emotions and to kind of um, allow people to just, um, it really de-escalates things. And so um, mirroring, beha mirroring behavior can be helpful. Um, so there, there are lots of different techniques um, but yes, I think, you know, really, again, sort of going back to that theme of curiosity is making sure that you are not reacting to what you are seeing with the same um, 
uh, with the same energy level, but you are really sort of seeking to understand and more, more coming, you know, coming from a place of like, huh, that's so interesting. Like what is happening right now? What is causing this? Right. And, and starting to seek to understand rather than get like emotionally involved. I would think as a mom of twins, you're an expert on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are characters. <laughs> um, throughout the course of your professional career, what is your proudest professional accomplishment? That is a great question. Um, this one might be surprising, but I think that, you know, I was, um, so prior to launching Elevate Leadership and becoming an executive coach, I was an SVP of sales. So I was an executive and um, I ran, I oversaw about a billion dollars in sales over my tenure and I got to run turnarounds and help sell companies. So really, uh, you know, it was an amazing opportunity. I learned so much and I was very much on the track to become a CEO. At the, I was, um, that was what I was working towards. And that was in the cards. And, um, and I had been super focused on it, right? That doesn't happen overnight. Um, and then I actually had my first child and I went on maternity leave and I realized that for, for me, for my particular situation, I realized this is certainly not everyone for my first child. That was actually a bit of breathing room for me. And I realized how much I was sort of missing in life in the sense that, um, so much about life is organic and just allowing space for things to breathe and for things to come about that never would if I just tried to schedule it in as I was, you know, flying into the airport. So um, I just sort of realized that there was a lot more to life um, that I might miss out on. And so, um, and I had this deep desire uh, for probably like five years to actually become an executive coach myself. Um, Cause I, I was so fortunate to have one and I just thought, my gosh, this is such an amazing way to impact people. And um, it was so helpful in my career. Like I never could have gotten where I did and enjoyed the process so much without her. And so I went back to work and um, I worked for another year in that current role. And then I just like, I just had this itch and I just felt like I couldn't ignore it anymore. And um, and so with the support of my husband, because it was a big deal, you know, I mean, would I, could I be any good at this? Uh, just going and starting my own thing. And could I, could our family afford it? And so on and so forth. And um, I took the leap and uh, it's amazing looking back, like that decision was so hard for me. Um, and I'm so glad I made it. Like I'm so much, um, so much happier and, um, you know, everything's great. The business is taking off and, um, off my wildest dreams and um you know so i just that was probably um my proudest because i think i sort of really listened to myself and honored what was coming up and trusted myself and uh and went for it and it's worked out i think that's great i mean i um listening to yourself um honoring yourself it being natural organic i mean that um i, I think those are great um actually tips for anyone um, to utilize. And I, it sounds like um, part of the challenge is being able to overcome um, whatever uh, fear one might have to be able mm -hmm. to, to get to that point. Is that, would you agree? Yes, yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh, should I have so much fear? Yes, exactly. Right. I mean, all the fears that we create and all the reasons and, and we get 
we just get comfortable, right? Change is so hard and can be terrifying, especially when the change seems so extreme in your mind. Um, so yeah, I think, yes, overcoming fear, that's maybe that, yeah, that's probably why exactly it rises to the top of my, my proudest professional accomplishments is because I think I overcame a, a pretty deep fear. You mentioned a woman who um, served um, as perhaps a, a bit of inspiration. I'm curious um, who um, has been your best inspirational mentor, if there is one. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, I really, I have to say, I think it is. Um, the woman I mentioned, her name is Carol Pyrus, and um, she, she just, she helped me so much and she just gave me the confidence in myself and she just, um, she always made life real. Like she just, she was never afraid to just tell you how it is. Um, and uh, she was just amazing, a deeply caring woman. And she's actually um, sadly no longer with us. So this is totally, um, you know, I really want to honor her and- Please. Yeah, so to Carol Pyrus. <laughs> And she was there from, um, was she also, did she serve as a mentor or provide advice when you were making that pivot? She did, yeah, she was very much a mentor. And actually, fortunately, when I first made the move, I got to go work with her, um, which was so, I mean, she really gave me an opportunity, right? Because I got to start my own company, but also be, you know, really mentored and closely and work with her, who had been doing executive coaching for, you know, 30 years. Um, so she really helped me land on my feet and just, you know, really helped me think through the whole process. And um, yeah, she was just instrumental in that career change. Which kind of leads me to um, my next question, which is, you know, you mentioned that she um, gave you a lift that um, she provided uh, support uh, for you when you were making that transition mm -hmm. uh, and, and earlier in your career. And our podcast, our goal, our aim is um, to lift women up. You know, this belief that women should also lift each other up. That said, how would you advise other women, as Carol had had for you, um, support women in business? Yes. Well, I could not. I mean, I love what you guys are up to. I think it's so incredibly important. And I mean, here's the deal. Like I think, and I tell my clients all the time this, like you cannot really don't think uh, you can really get where you want to go, if you will, without somebody pulling you up. And the reality is, is that, you know, we all know this, right? You look across the board and most um, senior board level seats, senior, you know, executive teams, right? They, they, they're proportionally men. And so like women have an outsized duty to pull up other women to change that. And so I just can't emphasize that enough. Um, and in terms of sort of actionable things that I think women can do to help um, pull up other women in business is, um, you know, one, of course, this sounds probably pretty obvious, but just like really offering to mentor. And, and when I say I mean that, I, I mean, like, go go have coffee, go take someone, a colleague out who's a female, go take her to coffee and like find out how she's doing, find out where, you know, where she wants to go, what are her goals and how you can help her get there. And whether that's like 
through giving her some feedback or making an introduction for her within the company or just giving her some information and some context that could really help her thrive or just being her champion and giving her the confidence that she can do it. So I think just like, you know, set a goal of once a month, I'm going to reach out to another woman um, in my company or in another company and just go grab coffee or go hop on a Zoom call and just reach out, see how they're doing. And inevitably, there will be some way that you can help them. Even the conversation alone will give them, will help them. Um, the other thing I was thinking about what's coming to mind for me is just like, I think another really actionable thing that can be done is helping, particularly if, if they're a colleague and they're in your company, is really making their work visible. So when they do do something great, it's just making sure that they're getting the recognition for that. So whether that's asking them to present at an all hands or um, you know, having them give the update to the team or whatever it is, just really like putting them on the stage um, and making sure that they're getting the limelight they deserve. Um, Another actionable thing I think is, is also just, I think it's um, something you can do and also be, just be mindful of yourself as a woman is I think that um, I see this all the time with women I coach um, and that is that uh, they take on so much. Like they're often doing way more than is what is in their job and it is often like they do great work and so they get more opportunities but often those opportunities tend to be um not necessarily quite in their job description i'll be like oh can you work on this plan or can you host this event or can you figure out um hey we really need to work on our onboarding can you help us out with that or can you interview these five people or just and they say yes and they take on all of this work and they don't get the recognition for it. So they're, they're taking on an outsized job compared to their male counterparts, but they aren't getting promoted or they're not having the same title. And so I think just being like really mindful of when you're, when you're seeing that behavior is giving them, if you're, if you're in the seat, to give them the promotion or just make sure that you're making that workload truly equitable and you're not just like piling it on them because you know they're going to do a great job. Um, and also as a woman, really being mindful of when you're doing that self yourself, I'll never forget, uh, I had this, we had a co-leadership model. So, um, I worked with this male who was like, we, we both ran a business unit together and I really appreciate it. I'll never forget. We were sitting at some, um, we had a team meeting and, uh, I started taking notes like for the team and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, what? I'm just taking notes. So like, we all are on the same page and we know what the action is. And he's like, Lindsay, you're the most senior person at this table. Don't take the notes. And I was like, oh, great point. Thanks. And he's like, you know, like the behavior that models to other, like, why are you doing it? And so just really like watching your own behavior and calling things out when you see that there's, uh, that people are not being recognized for what they really deserve if they're making an outsized contribution and, and making sure that you're not piling it on. That's really great advice. I mean, I, um, much of what you're saying, uh, I um, have, a, you know, have either been on the receiving end or experienced myself. And it is difficult because you don't want to be perceived as not being a team player or being um, a go-getter. But mm -hmm. in the same breath, as you were saying, it sounds like um, it's being able to turn things down, but, but it's because um, it's not 
you're not, as you said, you're not getting the recognition or it's, um, it's, it's not, um, it's, it's not to your advantage because it, it ends up being more work that's sort of piled on without the ability to, um, to make that advancement or, or again, to get that recognition. I realize that that is, um, that many women probably do face that in the workplace and to have had a male colleague say to you, you know, Lindsay, that's not, you know, I, I think is, um, wow. I mean, right. um, yes, totally. you know, I'm, I'm, it's a shame that we have to say, wow. And I'm sure there are many men who, I know many men who are very supportive, but, um, but to have, you know, someone say that to you and to be a male um, is kind of eye opening. Um, mm -hmm. And for you to recognize that, you know, in yourself, oh, wait, you know, um, you know, I'm gonna, I need to stop or I need to, to do work that is meaningful, but one that I know will take me to the next place, which I don't think is selfish. I think that that's, um, I think that's smart. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think that often like, yeah, just so often I think that, I mean, this happens with high performers and particularly women, I think, where you just like all of a sudden you start to take on someone else's job because you're just willing to help and you get asked. And yeah, I think sometimes you just like, you want to appear as the go-getter and you truly want to help, right? Like you want to help. Um, and at the same time, like that can not serve you because you end up being the doer and not having space to think strategically or really just to focus on what you are responsible for. And like, and I mean, nobody, you know, there's only so many hours in the day. And so, yeah, I think you got to be like really disciplined about like holding your ground and kind of recognizing that, you know what, no, like I got to, um, or just making sure that you're holding the other people accountable that, um, hey, like actually that's like really in their lane and I want to respect that lane. And so they really should probably own that, you know, thanks for the opportunity, but like it's really in their court and like, you know, make that other person do the work. Right. And it also sounds like um, something you had said earlier about you know listening to yourself or your inner self and honoring yourself that that's all part of it that's all part of that process mm -hmm. yes no definitely yeah i think for sure right like you know i think i think people well not always but like you, yeah like i think when you get that sense right like you just you can feel it i mean sometimes you sometimes you're not aware enough um and i've certainly you know, I think that example of taking the notes was a good example of that. I, was, I wasn't aware, I wasn't even cognizant of what I was doing and, and how and what the behavior I was modeling for other women too. Um, but I think that, yeah, I think when you get that sense that you're like, oh wait, like I know why they're giving this mate to me because they know I'll get it done and that other counterpart won't. But like, that's not, that's not right. Like why, you know, and I'm not even at that level and so on and so forth. So yeah, I think when you like, when you feel that in your gut, like trust that. And, you know, you can always say it in a diplomatic way, right? Or a, a constructive way, right? That's thoughtful and everything. Um, but yeah, I think you gotta like, you gotta listen to that and you gotta stand up for yourself. Um, as, as we're talking about challenges in the workplace that one might face, um, is there a, or what would you say has been your biggest challenge or setback and how did you overcome it? Was it, was it what we just discussed or perhaps there's another experience? Uh, if I'm really like, if I really think my biggest challenge, I think there's another, it's not quite, 
I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that that, you know, I certainly had my challenges of what we've just discussed, but I actually think my biggest challenge was that I, um, I had a, a very severe burnout. Um, well, I mean, it's many, many, many years in the go now, but I mean, I really, really challenged my mental health. Um, like I had to take medical leave and I suffered from anxiety and depression as a result. And so I just, um, yeah, I think like I'm so much more burnout, I think is a very, it's a very real thing. And I didn't, I didn't really appreciate it until I went through it. Um, and so I think that was my biggest challenge for sure. Cause it just, I mean, it just knocked me on the, my, on the, just on the ground basically. Um, and I think that it just opened my eyes in so many ways. I haven't gone through that. Um, but I now like just have such a, uh, I guess just such an empathy now, um, for those that do suffer from burnout or suffer from any sort of anxiety. And I also just, you know, I think that it's just something to take really seriously, um, burnout. So I, I'd say like, yeah, I think that that was my biggest professional challenge um, is just getting a, like a healthier balance with work and a better relationship with it. And also like, just again, like standing up for myself and not, not having things, not feeling like I got, you know, not being taken advantage of. Um, and so um, there's a lot in all of that, but, um, yeah, I think that that was a huge learning, um, and something that I had to put a lot of things in place and make sure that I was like in a really healthy environment and that I put up boundaries and, um, that I just fundamentally cared for myself and I made that a priority. Um, so I think that was probably the, the biggest challenge and setback that I faced, um, and I've learned so much through it. And um, I'm always like delighted to support people who are having similar challenges. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you, you are a wonder woman. I mean, you are a wonder woman, Lindsay. Um, you know, thank you. I mean, thank you for sharing that with us and um, your remarkable career and what you've accomplished. If, if people want to know more, um, how can they reach you? How can they contact you? Where can they go? Oh, sure. Um, yeah, please reach out. Um, I think the easiest way, because it's easy to remember, is just um, hello at elevateleadership.com. Just hello at elevateleadership.com. They can um, reach out and it comes to me. And um, yeah, I'd love, to, I'd love to connect. I can be We're, helpful. I'm sorry, say that again? I said, I'd love to connect if I, you know, if I can be helpful at all. Good. Um, I'm sorry, repeat. Um, oh, sure, sorry, just hello, like hello at elevateleadership.com. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. Um, Lindsay Niels, thank you so much for sharing your story and taking some time um, uh, with us today. Um, and thank you to our audience for tuning in. Enjoy your day. Wonderful. You too. Thanks so much.